Welcome back to the Prosperous Life Podcast, everybody. Today, it is my goal as well as my guest's goal to help you get on the right track to life. Whether you're in a really dark place or whether you're in a shiny, shiny place, we just want to validate that you're in the right place. And if you keep taking steps forward, whether you're lost or not, you're going to find your way to happiness. That in mind, I have Meadow today, which is just an amazing individual. She owns Meadow's Crystals down here in Utah. And she's a very intuitive person. She has the ability to connect with you. She has the ability to see you for who you are and what you're capable of becoming and helping you through crystals. That in mind, welcome to the show. Thank you, Braden. That was a beautiful introduction. Of course. So what inspired crystals? Mm, what inspired the crystals? You know, I think a lot of people who feel drawn to crystals, a lot of us, we kind of have the same beginning story of when I was a child, I just <laughs> loved to play outside and I loved the rocks. And and then it turned into uh, disconnecting from, from uh, your intuition as a child. We start out so intuitive and then life, environment, school happens and we disconnect and rocks are no longer cool anymore. And um, it takes like a remembering to come back to some of your original childhood happiness and moments. And what I found was I was up in Michigan and I was sitting next to Gun Lake, which is outside of Grand Rapids, Michigan. And I had these crystals I kind of started to collect along my way and in my travels. And the crystals, I... I felt sad for the crystals because they were always just kind of jumbling around and getting knocked around and and I felt like they needed to be honored and seen and worked with in a more intimate and powerful way than just jumbling around in your pockets or your purse or wherever. So I felt this divine channeling come through that I needed to wrap these crystals into jewelry. And so that's where my really in-depth beginnings back reconnecting with the crystals really began and what age were you were at at this point at that point i think i was around 35 <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I was probably now more like 32 but yeah and that's amazing because it's there's so many people in their 20s and young adults right now that are like i'm lost i'm a nobody it's like you can find your purpose at 32 as well yeah, you can. <laughs> and it can be sometimes the moment you give up on trying to find the purpose is the moment that you'll receive the message too. Um, remembering maybe not to live for everyone else's ideas and to start living for your own ideas might be a good step towards that. So it sounds like you have some experience with that. Maybe you were lost and that divine channeling came to you. You know, I've I've experienced a lot of different things in life. I spent 14 years as a real estate agent in the state of Utah. Did you say 14 years? <laughs> 14 years. Wow, really? Yes, as a real estate agent in Utah. And I loved being in real estate, but it also wasn't my calling. I couldn't, I, I enjoyed it immensely, but um, I could feel it was still out of alignment for me. I grew up on a farm. I love animals and raising animals and nurturing them. And I've traveled a lot and it was in this later segment of my life traveling where I sold everything that I owned and loaded up my two children and my then husband and we 
sold everything. Went from about 1,800 square feet down to about 180 square feet and traveled the country. And we had no direction really of where we were going, why we were going, or how we were going to make money on the way. We just felt like we had to go. So. And how was that experience traveling the world? It was amazing. It was a bit ungrounding because we were always moving. So there wasn't like a home that you just came to and was always in the same place. You're always moving. And and so it, that was an interesting thing I hadn't contemplated having to work through, feeling grounded. So it was it was an amazing journey. And then you made your way back to Utah. Made, made my way back to Utah after traveling all that time. Um, in that process, I left my husband in Austin, Texas, because it felt out of alignment. <clears throat> and I came back up here to Utah. I wasn't sure where I was going to live. I didn't have any money. I had then three little kids then and no idea how I was going to support them. And a really good friend of mine just had a, a place where I could stay temporarily, which actually ended up being what is now the Crystal Shop. And it's a beautiful shop. So anybody in Utah, you need to go visit Meadows Crystals. It's beautiful. Thank you. And it's not a typical crystal shop either. It's very unique in its own way. And when you walk in the door, you can just feel all of the goodness that it brings. Thank you. I, the shop is centered at the heart space, the heart chakra. Um, I work with the light energy. And I, through all my travels, I found various little places across the U.S. where there was just like something, something about it that would make me feel safe or it would make me feel like I was accepted or unconditionally loved or just little, just like little nuggets of magic all across the U.S. And when I felt so broken after um, my relationship ending, I thought, what could I do in all of this, what could I do to serve this community that I'm in now? What were the pieces that have helped me grow and get through things? And what are these pieces that I need right now that I could cultivate in this community? Because whatever it is that I can cultivate for me, I know it will help someone else too. And so how can I bring that all together? So that's the intention of the shop. It's a space where anybody can come. They can feel the unconditional love coming from not only just me and the staff, but just divinely through the energy that is held there in that space and know that they that they are worthy that they have all the answers already within it's just a matter of getting quiet enough to hear them so was there a time along this journey that you felt really lost and really in a hole where you're like what am i doing with life yeah when uh, yeah on multiple moments there was moments where we were broke down side of the road unsure of how and where we were going to be able to continue the journey. Um, I remember being broke down in the Walmart parking lot in St. <laughs> George uh, with $20 and two hungry kids and just surrendering completely to the divine, to God, to universe, surrendering completely and being ready to receive because being ready to receive is an art and to receive is an art. So that is an art. So many people work so hard at 
and a crap and it takes them years to actually receive. It how, many time, like, how many times has someone tried to give you something? You said, no, 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 I don't need that. When you've asked the universe or you've asked God or you made a prayer to receive that, but you won't receive it because someone else is trying to give it to you. And I feel like more oftentimes than some people probably even recognize. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say, oh, no, I don't need that. Well, actually, I really could use that $20 right now or I could really use that, whatever the gift is. We're always manifesting. We're master manifestors of our lives. And so if we're, if we're living a life that's not panning out quite the way we would like, we have to recognize and take responsibility that we're the ones who have manifested it that way. So stop manifesting it that way. <laughs> Change the way you think, change the way you speak, change the way um, you interact, receive. You keep asking for something, it's the universe is going to give it to you. So. 100%. So I got to ask, because you're clearly very knowledgeable about one, intuition. And I think that's just a natural gift that you've just enhanced through learning or just life experience. And you're very knowledgeable about crystals, stones. I mean, I could go on. How did you acquire all of this knowledge? I acquired this knowledge by having a relentless passion to share what it is I felt I feel is my mission. I feel that I am meant to help the crystals get to whom they're meant to help. I'm also here as somebody who can interpret the energy exchanging between someone and a crystal or even just even between people themselves to interpret and break things down into a language that is understood more clearly. So just to, uh, that was like amazing. And I just want to make sure I fully understood it. So you clearly know that you're on the right path. And by knowing you're on the right path, you've just had the good. Let me re-say re this. You've had the goodness of that gift to then decide to go serve other people. And through being relentless, serving other people, you feel like you've been able to pull that knowledge together to be able to serve on a greater level. Correct. Yes. And just again, coming back to that relentless passion of just studying, 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 um, learning, being open to learn, being open to hearing other people's perspectives, hearing and witnessing the stories and, and being open to the divine guidance whether that's from your spirit guides, your ancestors, the divine, being open to receive and hear the messages that are blowing through the wind, basically. So at 32, did you immediately know, like, this is my calling, this is my gift, and I know I need to, pers I know I need to persevere this passion? Or when did you know crystals is where I need to go? That's a beautiful question. So I... This is where sphere of influence and support is so important because we can't always see ourselves necessarily what we're innately good at. It might feel good. We might be like for me, for example, it was uh, sharing about crystals with my sister in the woods of Michigan. <laughs> and, um, she could see the spark in me that would light up when I would start talking about crystals and she could see this brewing. She's also a very intuitive person as well but she put me on the spot one day I was co-leading retreats with her across the country women's retreats goddess circles and we usually would 
have some workshops, of course, mixed in with these retreats. And one day she gave me about a 30-minute notice and said, hey, so I have a workshop that needs to be filled and you're going to talk about crystals. So you got about 30 minutes to prepare. It's a one-hour workshop. I'll see you in 30 minutes. And so she just kind of shoved me out there. And I was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this? Um, so that's having her even just witness and just be like, and you're going to do this. To push me outside my comfort zone, <clears throat> which is where all the magic ever really happens, is outside your comfort zone. You have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And that was that was a major moment in the the feedback I got from the group was impactful. And I've been just told that I have a way of communicating in a simple, easy way to understand something that is otherwise seemingly very complex. You go on Google and you search something about crystals and you get 45 billion results back and they all contradict each other. And then you feel even more confused. And one of my gifts is to be able to pick out what's resonating with the current frequency of the planet and the consciousness and deliver that message. I love that. I'm sure it's, again, it was a gift that you clearly sparked you and you've just enhanced it to say the least, which is a beautiful thing. And thank goodness for siblings because <laughs> they will push they you. They can push you. <laughs> Sometimes in not this so good way, but this time in a good way. <laughs> yes. And always, always are always good because yes. life's always happening for you. It just may feel really hard <laughs> in the moment. And sometimes I'll just po push your buttons. And that's just, that is a good thing. Cause I mean, being older now, and I'm sure you, it, sometimes it'd be nice to be bugged by your siblings again. <laughs> yeah. Gives you something to miss, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is a good thing. So, what are for somebody out there struggling at this point? They feel lost. They feel like there's not that spark within them. I know the sparks within them, they just don't see it. What are some crystals that they could begin to incorporate into their lives to bring that spark to life for them? So I would suggest <clears throat> crystals are one of the items in the toolbox. Um, crystals are not necessarily going to be the one thing that fixes it all. So, of course, I always recommend pairing working with your crystals with meditation. Um, also a deep analysis of your environment and those who are in your environment but working with the crystals and getting started with the crystals can definitely help bring in that clarity. So a quartz crystal, for example, just a clear quartz crystal is a wonderful type to start working with because clear quartz works with all of the chakras. It works with all of the different zodiacs. It is the most programmable crystal of all the crystals. You can give it any kind of program and it will amplify that. And if you have a point, clear quartz point it's very directional with focus and so it brings in clarity and focus and giving it a program to work with you'll get a really nice result out of it i love that so how does one program a crystal so to program a crystal i talk about this in some of my online courses where it's really important to program your crystal because a crystal is like a computer if you were to buy a used computer and it had someone else's programs running on it and you opened that up and you wanted to find your pictures, are you going to find that on someone else's computer? You're not. Can you navigate and make a Word document or something on someone else's computer? Sure. 
but you're not working with your software. So if you clear a crystal and put your own software in on it, so that would be like giving it a mantra or an affirmation. So clear quartz could be something as simple as, I am able to focus easily. Um, I gain clarity when I put my mind to it. Or you can make it however you want. Having that program then running for you, you're going to get a way better result. So the way to program your crystal would be start with a crystal that's been cleared and charged. So that's like think of a battery. If you have a battery in a remote control car and you're running it all around, it's most responsive when it has a full battery. And so if it has a full battery, then it's going to be the more, more responsive crystal. Same thing for you as a being. You're a crystal being yourself. And you know when you feel like you're on your game. You know when you've gotten the right amount of sleep. You ate the right kind of food the night before. You started your morning off right. And you're just on <laughs> just Your brain is working so, so fast. Getting things done. You're knocking out the to-do list. You're communicating exactly the way that you want. And everybody's happy. And like you know when you're, when you're on your game. And that's the same kind of thing is clear and charged. So ready to take the activation. And then activating it with your mantra would be to get the most out of your crystal. I love that. That's powerful. And I like, as you were saying that, I thought of like self, yourself as a crystal. Because growing up, you're told who to be, what to do. You're told what your passions are. You're told what you're good at. It's like you need to be able to clear that out. Take the goodness, of yeah. course. Take the goodness. But choose who you want to be and what you want to do. And you need to program yourself as well. And just being able to pair that with a crystal just enforces your ability to move forward in life. Exactly right. You are a crystal. And your water, the water within your body has all of these minerals, which is what the crystal is made of, is various minerals and silicas and the right vibration, the right temperature. And that's creating these crystalline structures well, your cells are crystalline structures as well. The fluid that's running up and down your spine and up into your brain is all, they call it that crystal water. The doctors who work on that, they'll call it crystal water. It's a very special type of fluid. And so um, clearing your programs, keeping what will serve you, keeping what resonates with you, getting rid of all the rest, and continuing forth on your mission and your journey, which is unique to you, is key. 100%. And with God creating everything, there's a clear reason why he took time to create all these crystals. <laughs> <laughs> we have so many tools. So many tools available to us. Of course. And it's, as you said, it's one tool. It's uh, transforming and finding your way, your path, your passion is a very holistic thing as you mentioned who are you hanging out with it's also subconscious like these two dollar bills this crystal this line there's subconscious meanings that i've attached to the objects the crystals the lion and that's just our human brain we naturally attach meaning to everything we see when we see something it's either good or it's not serving us and we have to consciously put things in our environment and around us whether that's people crystals money that you can get familiar with yes and being very thoughtful as you're mentioning about what it is that you're bringing into your environment 
so many things at each one of these objects you've pointed out here. The reason it's important to you is because of the emotional charge that's with it. And so focusing on what emotional charges you want in your life to, to, to cause you to continue your path is really important. Because it can either keep you going or completely stop you. 100% in this. As you say that, I feel called to ask everybody, look at your environment, well, even your clothes. If you haven't worn a piece of clothing for months, get rid of it. If, if you, in my opinion, you want a positive return on investment with everything that you've bought in the past, go donate it. Don't try to sell it. Go give it to someone. Is there something in your environment that is clearly not serving you anymore? Go get rid of it. It's okay to let go. Because yeah. when you let go, it invites better things. That's right. You have to make room for other things that come in. Sometimes you have to let go to let better come in. Yeah. And that's hard to wrap your <laughs> mind off of sometimes. Sometimes there's something that you feel really called to, or I should say that you really like, that you need to be okay to let go. Yeah, the whole um, journey of life is learning to observe and let go while still staying connected. Of course. And oftentimes people will be like, wow, how did you get so far in coaching? How did you get so far on your knowledge with coaching? It's like, well, you have to leave here to get there. It's just like a destination, just like Google Maps. This house right here is a good place to be. But if I want to go get a coffee, this is not a good place to be. So you have to be willing to leave it. Yeah, you do. And, and you have to remember that action brings clarity. So if you feel stuck where you're at right now, you think, I don't even know what to do. Just start with something. Start with one thing. And, whether, and it doesn't matter where you're at. In, I mean, this could be for, it could be for changing your weight. It could be moving somewhere. It could be starting a new business. It could be a myriad of things. Action brings clarity. So you have to start somewhere. Even if it's the wrong spot to start, as you begin, the clarity will begin to come. So don't just stay stuck because you feel stuck. Do something. That's powerful. It's kind of like a mountain. If you, there's a lot of different paths, but as long as you choose one, you might find a different path that's better at serving you. But at least you've started. Yeah, if you just stay at the bottom of the mountain and don't <laughs> just stay frozen, you'll never summit that mountain. But you're right. You can take any kind of path up. And as you go, you'll start to find better paths. You'll get stronger. You'll get wiser. You'll, you'll know what your limitations are for that moment and how to reach that maximum point and then push yourself a little bit further. So, And no matter what, you'll reach the top too. Mm -hmm. As long as you keep taking the steps forward. And at that point, it's a choice to turn back around as well. Yes. Because once you're unstuck, it's not to say that you won't ever become stuck, but you'll be very more aware. Once you're out of your deepest hole, you'll be aware when you start to get closer back to the hole, where you can turn right back around and be like, I'm not going there anymore. Yeah, you can recognize that <laughs> I need to keep going again. forward. <laughs> so many good things. So somebody that's happy, opposite spectrum, somebody that's really happy, loving and feels like they're in a really good place they just want to solidify it what are some good crystals for somebody in that place feeling like you're where you're at but you want to solidify well if you're not growing you're dying so you should still be moving and expanding 
but um I mean I I love moldavite so anytime I feel like I'm starting to plateau I get my moldavite back out and say okay <laughs> if I'm plateauing and feeling like I'm just good where I'm at means that it's time to expand my comfort zone so I'm always one to encourage you to just keep keep pushing yourself you don't have to push yourself necessarily as hard as you have but keep growing you're meant to grow um but crystals that would help you with being peaceful with where you're at could be like blue lace agate a blue chalcedony they're very soothing they're very calming um kick it up with a little bit of the citrine or an orange calcite to activate that inner child space and if you want to expand a little more you can bring in the moldavite some super seven moldavite and super seven both very powerful stones <laughs> <laughs> and natural citrine as well <laughs> natural note yes make sure you're getting the natural citrine and not the other stuff. not heated amethyst <laughs> which is unfortunate most of the market but that's why they go to those crystals because then they find the real citrine. <laughs> That's right. We actually don't even have fake citrine in the shop at all. A lot of shops, most shops have only the fake stuff. Some have the fake and a little bit of the natural. I've never been to a crystal shop that only has natural. Me either. Except yours, of course. <laughs> Which is unfortunate because a lot of people are knowledgeable. Yeah, there is, uh, with crystals trending so much... It's a multi-billion dollar industry worldwide, and it's continuing to grow. That also means that there's room for a lot of disinformation, misinformation, and just a lot of people who think that they know what they're talking about, but they, they don't. <laughs> so you'll go into a shop and say, well, this appears to be heat-treated citrine. This isn't real, and they will promise you it's real. And so much of this, too, is just not going all the way back to the source and vetting who you're even purchasing from, understanding where their morals and ethics are and what their culture is even at. As in some cultures, it's not immoral to sell something that's fake. It's, that's not immoral in their culture. And that's okay. You have to learn how to understand the different cultures and work with them and, and love them and admire the way that they view life as well but um, a lot of places don't even know that they're offering fake crystals unfortunately yeah and i for me it's i can hold a crystal and i can just feel like this is this is real and this this one isn't and others you can just see and you instantly know the color isn't right the pattern isn't right but maybe i it's just part of one of my abilities to be able to pick that out so yeah. fast and i try to educate my followers on all of that i'll post pictures like when we're in tucson say see take a look at this picture which one do you think is the fake crystal and they're they can be really hard to tell sometimes which is unfortunate <laughs> it is it and is that's where you are and i think that's also why you've developed such a strong audience a connection to your audience is because you are vulnerable and you're honest you're willing to point out the defaults that way that one person that doesn't live in Utah can't go to your shop and they go to the shop in their state, they can learn from your content and be like, oh, that's a fake crystal and this is real. Yes, I love reaching out to the broader audience and educating 
as yeah. much as I can. And you, of course, sell online as well, of course. Yeah, we have is, the online store. We have Instagram. Which is amazing. <laughs> so to take it back to you, Meadow that's lost. What is past you? What What's your message to her? Uh, my message to Meadow in the past was, I mean, it would just be, you've got this, you're strong, you are stronger than you believe that you are, you're more capable than you realize, you're supported, you are supported beyond measure, beyond belief, so you're never alone, even if you are sitting alone, <laughs> you're not alone, you have you have the ancestors, you have the angels, you have uh, God, you have everything there supporting you. You're sitting on Mother Earth. She's supporting you. You're there. So don't give up. And know that anything that comes your way, you're strong enough to handle it. Otherwise, it wouldn't come your way. So just get on with it. <laughs> feel the emotions. And it's okay to feel the emotions, to sit with it, to cry, to... To ask why me, it's okay to go through those emotions, but don't let those emotions rule your future or your life in a way that keeps you stuck. It's powerful. Now, to get vulnerable, is there any time in life today that you don't feel powerful? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's mo it's a it's a daily routine, a daily ritual practice to check in with yourself when you wake up. Um, I'm all about making sure what kind of food I'm eating, high vibrational, organic. I'm, I have a very special diet that I like to follow where I feel more but higher vibrational. Um, exercise is important. Uh, journaling when you feel inspired. Meditating is a beautiful practice to bring in as well. There's a lot of pieces to to bring forth the balance, the right crystals to work with, the right, like I wear lots of lots of crystals on me every day to bring forth the balance, to bring forth the remembering and the endurance and the strength. And, but also remembering too, it's okay to take a day off sometimes. I like to, I'm a gen, human design generator. So I love, I always have ideas and I'm always like, oh, but what about this? And what about that? And it's only, it's only 1130. I could push this until one or two and I'll be up by six. And, you know, I have a lot of energy <laughs> to always be pushing and, but coming back and rechecking with your systems and making sure you are in alignment, you're not overtired and because you'll, you'll feel more balanced. And if you're more balanced, you can make better decisions. So when the times come up that you're like, wow, I feel like I'm not capable of this. I don't feel powerful. What's your routine to being like, no, not true. I'm going to mm. go conquer the world because I'm Meadow and I can do anything. <laughs> uh, for, first, give it a good cry. <laughs> Let the emotions move because that's, you know, if, if we're staying really busy, emotions get stuck. And sometimes just a really good cry is a really nice way to move the emotions out of the way. Clear the thought. And then, um, I don't know, what would we call it? Kind of like a primal, like, I kind of just 
I get a little feisty, I suppose, with the universe. And I'm like, okay, is that all you got now? Okay, I'm good now. What about you? Let's let's take this to the next level. That was all you had for me? Great. I got this. And just charge right charge right back out. But um, it's a mind game. It really is. And to speak to emotions, thoughts, it's really basic psychology that thoughts create emotions, your emotions create your behaviors, and of course your behaviors create your results. And your thoughts, emotions, and your behaviors will consistently run in a circle, whether that's a good thing or a non-serving thing. So at some point you're going to have to intervene in a good way. <laughs> yeah, so in a good way. And there's crystals that can help with that. For example, like malachite, kumbaba jasper, going through just as you said, the cycles, you're just going to keep looping the cycles and you're going to continue to get the same lessons, the same results. And if you're sick of getting those same results, that's when you got to intervene. That's when you got to say, I've had enough. This is done. Now I'm not living this version anymore. I'm ready to level up and I'll do whatever it takes. And getting that eye of the tiger, that motivation that I will not quit. Failure is not an option. Driving force within you, you can do anything with that. I love that. That's powerful. 100%. And again, it's <clears throat> intervening and making it happen. Because if you don't intervene, nobody's going to come and do it for you. No. You have to be the one that's like, no more. This is where I'm going. End of story. And having, you know, being able to flow and enjoy the <clears throat> blessings of God along the way. Again, you may start somewhere and you might be moving up the mountain and you may be called a different way and that's okay. But what matters is you consistently move forward. Yeah. Don't give up. Yeah. Failure is not an option. <laughs> Goals are a direction, not a destination. That's correct. And your goal, the more fine-tuned your goal is, the more clear you are in what you want, which, by the way, you don't have to be super clear in the beginning. And it's okay if you were super clear and it's completely changed by the time you're halfway across. Um, the more clear you are, the more finite, the more speed, the more perfection, the more everything. You're just going to get, you know, if you're going from New York City to San Diego, and if you're off by just five feet, at your starting point and you don't recorrect that, you will not end up in San Diego. <laughs> By such a small change. <laughs> By such a small change. So coming back to that daily ritual and checking back in with yourself, your systems, your chakras, your auric field, um, your environment. Yeah. Like like you have to you have to stand guard over what your sacred space or moments are. And as a mother to <laughs> lots of kids it it can be really challenging to find those moments and that's also too where it's really important to have good support i have amazing support with danny and uh some really close friends that are always available to to just say no you got this you can keep going sometimes we just need a pat on our backs sometimes we just need <laughs> someone to say it all to and then we're good again and you're good it's like and a reset of course. And at some point, those kids will become your support system. They may even work in they your They already are. They're so amazing. I love those kids. <laughs> and it's a blessing to have good kids. I don't know the blessing yet. That's okay. But I know you do. And that's a good thing. <laughs> Thank you. Bye. Fun fact about this. I was actually, so this podcast, I want to say is 58 or 59 now. Mm -hmm. It's been over Congrats. a year now. 
but over a year, I'm grateful for Skylar behind the camera because I was going to start a group. So my coaching group now is going to start before podcasting. He pushed me to start my podcast. So the goal is to start the coaching group and then the podcast. He inspired me to start the podcast before the coaching group, which I'm so grateful for now. Even though I had the same direction, the direction was different. The steps were different. But by starting my podcast earlier than the group, it gave me the skills necessary to speak more efficiently to the group. So the goal still was achieved the same. It was just done in a more efficient way. Yeah. It's okay to flow and enjoy life as well. Make changes. Yeah, and you should be. And yeah. it comes again back to like checking with your systems. That includes your business. That includes your career. That includes that. Where are you at on it? Where are you going? And there's a lot of uncontrollable factors. Yeah. There's relationships. Maybe you're married, boyfriend, engaged. There's parents. There's kids. It's okay to, as long as you control the controllable and you're okay that the con the non-controllable things don't affect your emotions, don't take you off your game. That's what's powerful. When you can come to terms with being able to control the uncontrollable, that's when you get your power. That's exactly when you get your power because otherwise you are, you can't, you can't um, be limitless if you're being controlled. And our emotions are such a powerful tool that you know, emotional intelligence is not something that's really taught and a lot it seems it's not fully understood either. And I'm not speaking as if I have full emotional intelligence <laughs> myself, but I recognize it's a thing. It's a journey, right? <laughs> it's a journey. Yes. <laughs> so just learning, like you're saying, to be able to do, to witness and observe. And not letting being okay not letting other wow can i speak not allowing being okay not having everybody's acceptance of your journey oh yeah no you will never have everyone's acceptance of your journey ever so take that belief and throw it away because <laughs> um, you won't you will never be fully accepted i uh i just did a workshop for about 20 people and there was, everybody was super interactive. And then a specific leader of the group, we won't, we'll leave names out and who it was, but he kind of has that, I should say, toxic masculinity. I am a powerful leader and I see over everybody. In the middle of the workshop, he decided to stop when I was doing it for everybody. And it was a ripple effect of everybody around him. Anyways, the people that kept going, had amazing transformation. I know my power as a coach and I can help anybody transform just like that if they're willing to sit down with me and willing to give me the attention. Everybody in that section experienced tremendous results and the leader made some comments afterwards and of course my wife's like, how does that not bug you? <laughs> I'm like, not everybody will accept me. The fact of the matter is that I know I've at least impacted 10 people in that that have made comments to me and those people are what we're Yeah. Because you're not for everybody. No. That's you're okay. for just your tribe. Yeah. And that's what I love so much about with the Meadows Crystals is I have a tribe 
And I recognize that for some people, we're like, we get along so good. They get what I'm saying. And there's this beautiful energy between us. And there's some people who walk into the shop occasionally, not too often, but here and there, they'll walk into the shop and they just don't get it. And that's okay. Yeah. To be okay and to not take that offensively of like, but, but how could you not love me? How could you <laughs> not love the shop? No, it's okay. We're not for everybody and everyone's not for us. And that's what makes this such a beautiful ride. And you saying that brings it back to humans attached meaning to everything. So maybe the leader attached workshops as bad because he had a bad experience. Maybe there was the person that walked into your shop he, they had an experience as a kid with crystals that was just a horrible experience. And when they w had the experience with us, it's nothing against us. It's just mm -hmm. that they attached meanings to what we do before they even met us. And that caused them to be not willing to indulge. I don't know what the word is for this. Not willing to expand upon the experience that we were offering. Yes. That's like the um, the example of perspective. Yeah. We could have an apple sitting here on the table and there, we could be shoulder to shoulder all the way around staring at this apple and every single one of us will have a different viewpoint and a different perspective of the apple. Nobody has the same perspective as you. And when we can actually accept that as humans, instead of thinking, well, my way is the only way, my way is the right way, what's wrong with you? We actually just love the differences. It's, it's so beautiful. <laughs> it's so beautiful that we can all experience the same moment and have a completely different takeaway. Of course. I laugh just because I, I wish I could say I was always perfect, but I used to think that way. <laughs> My way is the only way. Yeah. Well, Probably we're all still evolving. not perfect. <laughs> so we're always all evolving. So there's of course. different layers and levels. Exactly. And all perspectives are right perspectives because we all have our own human experience. Yep. And that's okay. <laughs> yeah, actually love that. Find peace, but actually even love that about the other person. Love that they have that other perspective. And that's what really creates a good leader is being curious. Wanting to understand the person that you're having a conversation with. Ask questions to understand. Because there's a lot of the left and the right and this and going on in the world right now. And it's like, well, what if you just tried to understand the other side? Maybe they have some truth. Yeah, there is going to be truth on, on yeah. all sides and all angles. There is some truth. And it's all true to the person that that's their perspective. And so we need to stop trying to change everybody's perspectives too and just find peace with that we're all unique and beautiful. And your ability to sit down and have a conversation with somebody that has different beliefs than you is a powerful thing. It is. You can learn so much. But so often these conversations are highly emotionally charged and ego and pride is mixed in with it. And it turns volatile. And then we'll come back to emotional intelligence again. <laughs> Why we all need to practice that. <laughs> and it's exactly, exactly that. And the way I look at ourselves is the universe there is more darkness in the universe than there is light and that's just a fact and we are the same way 95 percent of the time we're operating out of a subconscious level 
if we are just willing to look at the 95% of ourselves that we're not aware of, when you get angry and you get triggered, look at it. Why are you triggered? It's a beautiful opportunity to go deeper with yourself. 100%. Don't, it's just, and oftentimes where it's true, you're just projecting whenever you get upset. You're not really, it's not about what it's about. Really, (laughs) this is way deeper. We're very complex, yet so simple, yet so complex in our depths and wells of trauma and perspective and experience and energy and emotion. And Like, for instance, whenever something, I go to something, I'm like, man, this is my thing. I'm not willing to expand upon this. Mm. I'm pretty aware, pretty quick now. Used to not be. I ask myself, why is it I don't like this? Because I know there's a lot of people here that are enjoying this. Why don't I? And like you said, it's usually an, it's an us thing, then it's a them thing. And it's still okay if you don't want to experience that. Like, exactly. But check in with yourself. And it gives you an opportunity to do a little shadow work, a little inner work. <laughs> and then if it's still like, no, this isn't my thing, that's okay. Exactly. And if you're with people who kill you for that, then maybe check in with who your friends are. 100%. <laughs> we all enjoy different things. And we all get served by different things and some things don't serve. Like I'm allergic to watermelon. It's healthy for a lot of people, but my body doesn't like it. Yeah, I don't do (laughs) celery for the reason. (laughs) And that's okay. But if I have people trying to convince me to eat watermelon when I'm with them, then we're going to have an issue (laughs) because I'm not going to have a fun time. (laughs) (laughs) And that's obviously a physical experience that's easy to comprehend, but... It's okay to, mental health is the same as physical health is what we're trying to say. Yeah, honoring the other person with where they're at and loving them unconditionally. Seeing, knowing and seeing their greatest potential is, I mean, I can look at someone and see so much potential, so much growth. I can see a whole, I can I can see stuff. <laughs> okay, um, but... For them, it's, they have to realize it themselves. And all you can do is witness. Being the witness is a really beautiful role to be in because we all need to be seen and we all need to feel like someone cares. And I love witnessing my customers when they come in time and time again, seeing them grow. I have some customers who've been coming since the first day. And just to see their lives change in the direction that they have made just little little adjustments in, whether that's, you know, having crystals in their lives or learning how to smudge their space or how to set intention or being the witness and honoring where that person is at in their journey. That's all you got to do. You don't need to change them. You just need to witness, honor, and when they ask, perhaps inspire. Yeah. I love that. And coming back to unconditional love. Do you, it's like, not to you, but ask yourself if you're listening, like, do you love yourself unconditionally? Because whether it's a relationship with self or relationship with somebody else, does your love have conditions? Yes, it's okay to have boundaries with self and other people. Good to have standards. Comma, if your love has conditions... If you don't do X, Y, Z, you don't deserve my love. Or if you don't do X, Y, Z, I don't love self. 
check in with that because it's okay to honor yourself with where you're at as well. Yes. Yeah. You have to forgive yourself for the things that you think you should have, could have, would have done better. Be at peace with that. Recognize you did the best that you could in the past. So many of us carry forth our regrets and we may not even acknowledge that. So many carry forth the heavy burdens of shame. You have to go back to that person. Like kind of how you just asked me about, well, what would you tell Meadow, you know, seven years ago or five years ago? Do that with yourself too. Go back and, and say, give give that that moment you that hug and tell yourself you love that vert that you give yourself that love and stop carrying that weight of what you should have or could have done different did the best you could with the moment that you had and the what you did it's actually already planned in the universe (laughs) (laughs) and you chose to come at this moment to experience it that way for a purpose for a reason and if you choose to just dwell on all the ways that you should have done something different and not take that forth and make the impact forward, then you're missing the whole lesson. Exactly. But love yourself. For instance, a while ago, I would say a year or so ago, I struggled with on I it was my goal to wake up at five and I struggled so hard with it. And I beat myself up over it for a long time. It was the meaning I attached to it. But the moment I transformed the meaning and said since I transformed that in my life, I now have the ability to help other people transform that. It, it I attached a different meaning. So it's okay to recognize what you're beating yourself up over, but change the meaning and that'll allow you to move forward. Yeah, reframing it. Reframe the meaning that you're giving it is that that can change everything. It has a ripple effect. Yeah. And the things that we feel disqualify us really qualify us to go serve the world. Mm-hmm. Not so bad after all. (laughs) (laughs) You're great. You have this beautiful mission. Whether you recognize it consciously or not yet, you have great purpose here. As long as your heart is beating, you have a reason, you have a mission, you have a purpose. The God created this world, created you. We all have a reason. We all (laughs) have a mission. We all have a destiny, and that's not anybody else's but your own. We all deserve a prosperous life. Yeah. Yeah. You're all, you're all worthy of a prosperous life. You're worthy. You deserve it. It is yours. You just need to decide to claim it. Yeah. And receive it. And receive it. Receive it. So we've talked twice now about receiving. For somebody that feels like I've been trying so hard in life and I'm not living the prosperous life that I want, what would you suggest them? How can they receive? How can they begin to develop that ability to accept? Um, well, it's it's rather deep in the way that you need to revisit what your belief system is. Why won't you receive something that you've asked for? You've attached, there's a belief somewhere there, something from when you were a little, little kid. Most likely someone told you you can't have that, you can't do it that way. And that's, you know, one of the, I mean, I, I do put in a lot of hours working, but a lot of people have the belief that you have to really work really, really hard to make money. That's a belief system. Money's an energetic frequency. But when we are raised with that as what it is and we accept that reality, well, then we're now just putting out the same frequency of you have to work hard if you're, if you're worthy 
of receiving. So it it can go a lot of you know little directions there with that, but it starts simple. Anytime somebody wants to offer something to you, say thank you and take it. Start <laughs> with that. I mean, as long as it's not something that's going to hurt you or something, if it's something you've asked for. Um, for me, receiving has, has never been a, a very natural thing for me until I was so without anything. I had no choice but, I, but to learn how to receive. Um, example would be I'd, I, was, I'd moved back up here to Utah, and it was mid-November-ish, and the first snowfall had come. And we had been living in Austin, Texas. We had, before that, been traveling across the U.S. where we'd sold everything. Like, literally, there was four of us and a cat living inside a renovated ambulance. We had the bare necessities, and that was it. <laughs> we did not have winter clothing. We traveled where the weather stayed warm. And so I get up here to Utah, and I have, lit, like, pretty much just the clothes on our backs. And it's mid-November, comes, and I don't have money to go out and buy my kids' clothes at all, let alone winter clothes. Because, and then, you know, add in the whole factor that kids grow out of everything so fast. And, and clothes are expensive. <laughs> clothes are expensive, especially when they want to go out and play in the snow for 12 hours. You, you got to get really decent winter clothes, right? Anyway, I was crying and I got a text message from one of my customers who knew I was secretly living in the back of the shop. And she said, hey, I'm sending my husband over. He has a, ca a card, a gift card that he wants to give you. Will, can, I, can he give that to you? And I thought, oh, okay, practicing the art of receiving. I don't want to take someone's like money. I don't want to be a burden on someone else. But these, I, my kids needed clothes. And he showed up with $500 and was like, go get your kids winter clothes so they can play in the snow, okay? That was huge. Another example was when I was first opening the shop, I needed to place my first wholesale order to be able to even have inventory in the shop. And there's minimums when you're purchasing wholesale. And, and this uh, particular company had a $500 minimum order. I did not have $500. <laughs> I had nothing. I wasn't even sure I was going to feed the kids. And I sat there with that. I meditated. I thought, oh, my gosh, how do I call in $500? It's like, I want to open the shop next week. I don't even have inventory. How is this even? You know, we get caught in our heads. We start looping the hows and hows and hows. And it's good to have some kind of concept of a how because that can help you start making a plan. But also, the universe doesn't always... Like, the universe has the how down. You trying to figure out the how isn't really your job. That's the universe's job. You just have to decide what it is that you want. And so I decided in meditation, I really want to open this crystal shop next week. I really want inventory. Somehow, please send me some money to get this inventory. <laughs> I kid you not, it was within an hour or something. A friend in Texas called and she said, hey, I'm just checking in. Well, how, is, how are things going? She knew I'd left. And I said, it's going good. And she said, well, what are your, what's your plan? What are you trying to do? And I was just like, oh, I'm just, just trying to make the best I can out of things. And I have some crystals I'm going to wire wrap and see if I can offer those as something to, to somebody that feels like they're meant for. And she said, well, I just want to send you a gift. 
because I know, you know, you're going through a big transition. Uh, can I just send you a gift? I, she's a realtor in, in Austin. And she said, I, one, of, one of my purposes in life is to help other women. And I know you're struggling. Would you receive a gift for me? And again, like, I didn't want to take anything. <laughs> but in the moment, I was to the point of just like, you have to say yes. Like, I just felt like I had to say, yes, I'll, I'll accept. And in my mind, I'm thinking she's going to send me 50 bucks. She sends me $500, which is the exact <laughs> amount I needed to start the shop. And that's exactly what I did with it. And, but it was the art of receiving and being okay with knowing that it's okay. I'm worthy of receiving a gift from somebody who genuinely just wants to give it to you because they feel inclined to. And they also get the gift of being, being able to give. Yes. And now she's like, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> amazing what you've done and where you've gone and where you've grown. And, and I think people too, when they're gifting, they want, they want to uh, gift and really see it help somebody immensely. And I think I've done a good job showing her that her gift made a huge difference in my life and in the lives of the community, my children, the others that the shop reaches. I don't think you think, I think, you know. <laughs> I know because of what you have and you can tie that one gift to so much of a big impact yeah and think if you if I would have denied that gift what would have denied to the whole community think of where you would have been at today if you just said that no once said no no don't do that see universe is always trying to give you what you want and when you start telling it no I don't want even though it's trying to give it to you in a form that you may not have anticipated. You know, you're denying the universe and the universe will say, well, I guess you don't really want that. So I guess we won't try to give that to you anymore. You made such a big impact mm -hmm. and you now get to gift your kids' clothes with your crystal shop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Which and, is a beautiful thing. Yeah. Yeah. Really blessed. And I'm always looking for ways to pay that forward too. Of course. I could talk to you for hours. You Same. really are an extraordinary person. Thank you. And I know it's been since 2018, so it's been about five, almost six years. It's our five-year anniversary on May 4th, and we're going to be doing some great, great giveaways. I love that. That's so exciting. And it, it almost just feels like it's just beginning for you. But you've already you. accomplished so it's, much. <laughs> yeah, it is just beginning. Life is always just beginning. We're just yeah. in cycles. Five-year anniversary right around the corner. I'm excited for you. With that in mind, how can we support you? How can the audience support you? How can I support you? How can they follow along? Um, well, you can follow me along. Follow along me on Instagram at Meadows Crystals. All of your support always means so much, and I appreciate you always popping in on the Instagram lives and, and checking in on things too. And uh, so at Meadows Crystals on Instagram, we have the website, meadowscrystals.com, where we have the online store. There's a whole bunch of different blog posts too, where you can learn so much more about crystals. There's the podcast, Activated Soul with Meadow, and you can find that on Spotify. Do they still call it iTunes music? I'm see, I'm old school. Uh, Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast now. <laughs> okay. iTunes music. We can. You just aged yourself. I just aged myself. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm still in my age. Just kidding. 
I remember iTunes as well. So I loved iTunes. Okay. Um, so yeah, the web, there's those places. Um, where else? Oh yeah, the local shop in Lehigh, Utah. Yeah, we're located at 390 West Main Street in Lehigh, and we're open seven days a week, ready to serve. It's beautiful, and if it's right up by the Lehigh Mills, straight mm -hmm. down the street. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful place. Everybody go see it. Yes, thank and you. And the question I ask everybody is, what's your definition of a prosperous life? Prosperous life, definition, doing what it is that you love with a passion and a purpose, and then also being at peace with exactly where you're at at that very moment and staying in the vibration of love. I love that. It's powerful. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Brayden. Of course. Do you have any last words? Just get out there and do it. <laughs> Just don't give up. Just do it. That'll that'll lead you to your your destiny, your your journey. That'll put mm -hmm. you on the right track. It will. Yes. And if you need a little zen in, in the process, visit the website or come by the shop. Of course. Because we're all about living the zen life while you're pursuing and living the prosperous life. I love that. That in mind, everybody, thank you so much for showing up today. You deserve a prosperous life. You deserve to feel as though you're on the right journey. And if you need support, I know you can reach out to me. I'm sure Meadow would love to have a conversation as well. And if you want consistent support, there will be a link below. But come join us in the Prosperous Life membership. I coach you on a weekly basis so that you can become more and so that you can go out and achieve more in life and get on the right path to life. That in mind, have a good day, everybody.